Beats Maestro. Yes, sir. Cuffing season Super Bowl is right around the corner. How many of y'all gonna come out of here unscathed? Find out in the next episode of the Nobodies. Nah, I'm fucking around. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the Nobodies. This is D Field. And this is Swank. Speak up again, brother. <clears throat> this is Swank. There we go, my friend. Um, today we are gonna touch on the topic of the Super Bowl real quick. Not happy. I didn't care who won. Uh, I'm not happy. What you, what's going on? Like, I'm 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 gonna let you go ahead and get yours out because I'm about to rant. I'm about to rant, so go on, go on, get it out. I mean, I right. I knew. I mean, I already knew who was gonna win. Kansas City knew who was gonna win. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Kansas City. Like Patrick Mahomes been killing. Like. You know what I'm saying? Like they nah, the past few games, you haven't haven't you just seen what he's been doing? Man, the Texans suck. I mean, but he been eating, bro. <clears throat> like that offense is just explosive. They can pop off at any fucking moment, bro. Yeah. Hats off to Mahomes. I think um And the defense did this damn thing. They, they did still this took. Too, I think I think I was I'm happy for as Andy invested. I, I'm ha I'm happy for all of them as well. I it weren't no enemies in this. All my common all my common enemies got eliminated before. <laughs> For the NFC ship, so happy. But um, I'm disappointed because that finish was just. I'm watching the game, and I think the big pivotal moment was that big heave, that big old pass that Mahomes threw to Tariq Hill, and I was just like, yeah, this is probably the beginning of the end. And this is when they was up 20 to 10. Now, sure enough, they went on and scored, and you're like, okay, now he's got a three point lead, and the next drive, they just came out and they saddened me, bro. They gave the Chiefs the ball back with about a good seven minutes left. I was like, oh, God, this is not going to be good for them. Because they pop off at any moment, bro. And I think the Niners end up, I think I think they got shook. Because they, they did a pretty damn good job. You know, at the beginning, you know, Mahomes was scrambling around and he was able to get away. Then they started putting pressure going in the middle. To get him out the pocket, have him rolling out. And they were still getting to him, but um, I definitely can say that the secondary. I think once they found out, oh, okay, we know we can hit y'all like this. Cause I, again, on that same rap that he opened up for to recur, that is, mm -hmm. you know, all game him Kelsey, they've been doing these deep comeback routes, which is why they would come back. You know, mm -hmm. it was like nobody around them, but you know, really they had somebody over the top and they had somebody under. But what uh, Tariq Hill did was instead of, you know, he got past the first guy. Safety was back like, okay, I'm not going to let you get past me a little bit. He thought he was going to do a deep comeback and stuff again. He came up. Tariq was like, ah, I'm out. I was like, oh, my God. But I'm disappointed because, for one, Richard Sherman really got cooked multiple times after talking all that hot-ass shit about yeah, the yeah. Revis and I really thought that was gonna really win that hoe, but he got he talked all that hot ass shit and two, you know, I think I got overly invested in the Niners this season, you know. I think that was more so a personal thing, uh, you know, because your pops. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I wanted them to win. Yeah, but I have no problem happy. with I have no problem with Mahomes winning, but that's just dangerous because I feel like the Niners was one of the best defensive teams we've seen in a while. And I not best I as in about that. I mean, next to the Jaguars. Next to, next to the Jaguars from like two seasons ago. I think they are pretty good on all. Except that I would say, I will say their secondary could be much better. I think the better team won. I think the 49ers are a good team. I think they were just the overachievers this year. Yeah, and it's us. That's actually why my daddy, like me and him, was talking about the Super Bowl. He said he wasn't really disappointed that. If they lost, he wouldn't be disappointed. Because they didn't expect that yeah, shit. Yeah, he, like, he wouldn't expect over, that. They overachieved. They was just an overachieving-ass team. Like Whereas the Chiefs, honestly, should have fucked around and won last year. 
But defensive issues happen. You yeah, know the story. We, yeah, we, we definitely should have had a Chiefs versus Rams too. Definitely last year. That would have been an instant classic. But you know it's it was it was it was gonna happen. We knew it. I mean that's why I, I'm cool with it either way. It would have win. I mean even if Fort Niners would have won, it should have been live. So yeah. To me, I mean you know, I ain't got no ties to either one of those teams. Again, I, like you said, all the teams I really gave a fuck about without the playoffs. Yeah. What's gonna be the biggest story with uh, both sides is who can keep all their players. I know as far as the Chiefs go, I've already heard rumors about them getting rid of uh, Sammy Watkins and his contract, which I can see happening. You know, Demarcus Robinson and uh, Nicole, Harmon. Nicole Harmon did step yeah. up to the plate when both Tariq Hill and Watkins was out at different times during the season. What would you season. like to see uh, Sammy next? Like, what do you think he's Sammy? You know, it'd be crazy. New Orleans. They have been looking for. They have been looking for another looking guy. For number two guy, and it ain't been Tay again. It ain't been what's the other guy's name? I forgot. Taquan, Taquan Smith, I think. Traquan Smith. Traquan, Traquan yeah. Smith. He, he's pretty good, but you know, I think Sammy Watkins instantly makes them. Ooh, we. But you know, we don't even know if Drew Brees coming back this year. He said yeah, he had a month. That's true. So I think Sammy Watkins could very well end up. In a lot of places, but you know, maybe money talks. It's about time for him to get paid. Nah, ain't nobody gonna pay Sammy Watkins, bro. Probably. Not, not the money that. He, no, I he, mean, I mean, not, not. We ain't talking about no top five money, but I mean, he could go somewhere and get a nice, nice little contract. Nah, he ain't gonna get no nice contract. He ain't did shit in three years, bro. Uh, I ain't gonna say that, but what are you doing? I mean, I ain't gonna say that, but he, what are you doing? He, he can get a decent contract. <sighs> But you know that's that's the Chiefs, and you know flip side Niners. I think if they're able to keep all of their defensive pieces, which they should, my dad has been uh, hyping up the fact that they can uh, probably go after Jadavion Clowney. I was like, I mean, y'all are already really good. If Jadavion Clowney wants to go to a contender, he can probably stay with Seattle. But now I wholeheartedly seeing them going after Jadavion Clowney just because, I mean, they they lost. Uh, Seattle need is a backup running back, and they groovy. Yeah, because Seattle definitely probably be in the mix again. As far as next yeah, NFL season go, there's a lot of stuff going on. We got um, rumors about Dak Prescott being franchise tagged. I definitely thought my man was going to be paid by now. I honestly felt like he should have took the first contract. He took a big gamble on himself. And, you know, some would say that it paid off. Some would say they gamble will pay off because he's consistent. He's consistent. Like, I mean, yeah, he be kind of bullshitting on like, getting the, the release times or whatnot. But stat-wise, production-wise, he's consistent. I think he's been surging up with his, his stat line. He's, like, he's consistent as hell with it. So, I, I, I knew they were going to franchise. If they do do it, like, I'm not going to be surprised. Right. Cause I mean, it probably you still got to sign Byron Jones, Mister Bat him down, um, cause they need never get an interception. Oh yeah, no, um, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> then you got uh, what's his now? Um, cool. He said he's gonna take the. Uh, he, you know what I'm saying? He ain't really worried about getting money. Yeah, he wants to be a cowboy. He want to be a cowboy. Yeah, he I think he he's, he's more so worried about winning. So I feel like if he takes that, cause it's more so for the team. And I, and, I, and I definitely am glad that he, if he does. I mean, whatever, key, a team-friendly deal is good for everybody. Because I honestly felt like Jerry Jones opened a checkbook for guys, and I love the Cowboys, mm -hmm. but he opened a checkbook for guys that just, the money they got, nah. I love I love Tank, but Tank did not play like he right. was a top five lineman this year at all. Right. Five sacks, unacceptable. Jalen Smith, I can tell you, and I actually, I like Jalen. I like Jalen. He played. He has played. He played better in the past. I don't know if that's because Vanderesh was next to him, and so they kind of made up. But this year he got his ass dead a lot, a lot. He he, he had some good plays, but Jalen Smith won. He got dead a lot. The whole that whole team, that defense, I'm strongly disappointed with, except for Robert Quinn. Robert, Robert Quinn did his thing. Robert I, I like Quinn that pickup. Double digit sacks, man, and that was that was a smooth pickup. I didn't know how smooth that was gonna be for us, but that was a really really smooth pickup. I definitely like that for us, but you know, 
Cowboys is in, it's in it's, you know, I feel like a dark cloud is kind of hovering away. You know, we got rid of Jason Garrett. Right. That was that, amazing. That, that was my main goal after the offseason started, to get rid of him first. So that's one. Two, we got in. We got McCarthy, who is a winning. He's a capable winning coach. And I think a lot of people say that, you know, oh, you've seen the record what it was when he had Aaron Rodgers last year. And I, and I think – that strictly came down to, from what I remember hearing, the respect factor between Rodgers and McCarthy. You know, Rodgers is one of those quarterbacks you can't really coach at this point. You have to let him go out there and really do what he does. You know what I'm saying? And I think it got to that level to where, like, where Rodgers would, like, audible and switch plays that McCarthy was calling because he felt like, well, this is, this is my team. I'm Green Bay. And to an extent, you are Green Bay. But... On the flip side, I think with McCarthy being in Dallas, Dak is not at that level yet to where he can sit here and challenge the coach. And so I think on top of what Dak has already honed with, because we've seen the improvement of the deep ball. The season before this past season, Dak Prescott struggled with throwing the deep ball. A lot of people even say he couldn't even throw that far. But this season, he showed you he could throw that far. So on top of that and, you know, accuracy, he's still improving on accuracy. He got a little better with the accuracy. I think he um I think McCarthy can definitely groom him into a much, much better quarterback. Much, much better quarterback, better at reading plays, better at decision making. Because another thing is Dak, he he's not he the be sharpest. Lagging and releases, yeah, he, he not he's not as sharp as I need him to be sometimes. But he he he's a slinger. You know what I'm saying? He's capable of throwing the ball. He has. It's like he be second guessing this shit. Like he be seeing that shit and this be like up to late. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. He have, I remember beginning of the season, I said, Dak going to have over 4,500 yards with Coop. And what he did, he had over 4,500 yards mm-hmm. with Coop, Cobb, and Gallup. He was a, he was a fantasy murderer, too. Yeah. So he's, I, th- I, like, I like the move with McCarthy. I, I, I definitely like that. And I like that we was able to also keep um what's his face? The uh, the, <laughs> the offensive coordinator we brought Killing in. Moore. Killing Moore. I like that. Just because that just shows me McCarthy is like he's not finna ditch away with everything the Cowboys do and bring in everything he do. We don't think we actually got a good dose. I think that's more so why he got brought back. Yeah. Exactly. I don't think we actually saw a Killing Moore offense. Not for a season, maybe. We probably saw it on different plays, but throughout the season, like the first game, I think that was Kelly Moore all through. First, I, would say, I, would first, I would say first two and a half games. Because we was creative as hell, and all of a sudden we went back to those Jason Garrett ass conservative, conservative ass offense. I'm like, what's going on? Like it ain't, it couldn't have been Kelly, bro. Yeah. So and I think that's them telling us that. So. Yeah. So and that's a and that's a good sign for all of us, honestly, as Cowboy fans. But, like I was telling my cousin today, I don't want to hear nothing about us going to the Super Bowl, none of that crap. I am all about seeing and believing. Nah, we're going to the Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) And so, our next subject at hand is All-Star Weekend. Now, for our general podcast listeners, this is not for you. This is for the more so I'm really deep into basketball because... We got some complaints. We got some snubs. We got some guys that we felt like that should not be doing certain things. <laughs> so, number one, why is Pat content in the dunk contest? I need to know. Now, I need to know. I know why, but I felt like this was like the committee's like seventh or eighth pick. Because I feel like there's a lot of people... First of all, where's the champion from last year? They did that shit to meet a quota. What like, quota? what the fuck? What quota? Shit, you tell me. They, they put Pat Cunnington <laughs> in a goddamn dunk contest. <laughs> kind of bullshit is that? What's his name from OKC? Hamado, whatever his name is. Man. He should have been in the last year. He was exciting to look at last year. Is he still in the league? I don't know. <laughs> no, I think he is. But that is a good question, though. But, I mean, I was so. I mean, yeah, I would think so. They got that young roster over there. He might be. But even still, how the fuck did Pat Cunnington make the dunk contest? I, I seen one dunk from that man. He posted <laughs> one person. That's all you got to do in the league now? Yeah. So everybody must have turned their ass down. That's what it is. 
I mean, you want to be honest, I'm a Lakers fan, but you know if they got Dwight Howard in there. <laughs> yeah, they reached. But now, Dwight Howard had this little buzz where he was jumping high as fuck. He, was, you know, he like, could jump high as hell, but, bro, the man is 34, 35 years old. What do we expect him to do at that age? And I'm not going to doubt it. Uh, he might I want to say, I wanna, he might surprise me. He might surprise me. His ass was the first entrant in there. So, he might surprise me. I'm, so, we're going to see that. I'm a little happy that Eric Gordon is in there, but I feel like as NBA fans, we were robbed. I feel like the perfect dunk contest had to have Levine in here somehow, some kind of way. The perfect dunk contest for me would have been... How do you leave Levine out of this? I don't think they left him out. I think Levine walked into the headquarters and said, hey, I want to enter the contest. And that was like, Oh, the dunk contest with Eric Gordon? Oh, uh, no. I'm going to be in the three-point contest. <laughs> like, no. Talking hey. about I want to dominate in that. No. Everybody you know you're supposed to be. weird as hell. Like, bro, you tripping. I, I guess, but, I mean, it's open here. You can't. He <laughs> know he's supposed to be in the three-point contest. He know he's supposed to be in the dunk contest. <laughs> he know he's supposed to be in there. I'm already mad that Donovan Mitchell probably won't be in there because, you know, he focused on his craft and, you know. <laughs> Playing basketball and actually doing really good with the Jazz. But that's besides the point. The Bulls suck. Why are you in a three-point contest? You didn't be in a dunk contest. You can be crafting your skills on net. Figuring out how you're going to beat Aaron Gordon and Dwight Howard. That's what you should have been focused on. But we did get Derrick Jones. And I'm a little excited about that. He's giving it another go-round. And that's what you need. We want to see guys that we know going to be swinging. Because he definitely got bunnies, fam. Yeah, he be dunking like crazy. So, I mean, this dunk contest might not be that bad. I mean, Pat Connaughton, honestly, then that's the thing about it. He honestly might surprise us, like that guy from OKC last year. Well, that's the only reason I would want to watch it, honestly, just to see, like, what, what the fuck is Pat Connaughton finna do? White man can't jump. He finna show us otherwise, so... Like, man, that's why ain't nobody gonna be checking for this shit, though. That's the crap. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like... The hell ain't catching no eye. Nah, you got Pat Cunnington in this. I mean, I don't know, because for a few years, I was like, man, I'm good on dunk contest. And guess what year turned up? The year I stopped watching. The same year Eric Gordon and Zach Lavina came out. That's going to have to happen to me, because I <laughs> but But that is like, you got to watch just to see. Like, because even besides that dunk contest, I liked the one Donovan Mitchell was in. That was a good dunk contest, too. I don't even know who he beat. The best dunk contest I remember watching uh, was the year Iggy should have won. Yeah, I was probably a little bit too young for that. Yeah, that's when he was going against Nate, I believe. That's Iggy? With Nate. Yeah, Iggy versus Nate. Yeah, Nate Robinson did. Nate Robinson did like win like two or three of them. Huh? Yeah, but Iggy should have won that hell that year. That goddamn dunk, he was trying to, that he, woo, that hell was clean, bro. I was like, ooh, we. How you play with Iggy on live so hard after that, bro? Like, that shit used to be wild. Yeah, it was. All right, so let's get on these snubs. Snubs, look. I have no problem with these starters. You know, let's just, you know, go over just so. Yeah. So the Western Conference starters, we got my boys LeBron James and AD. We already knew that was going to be in there. That's just facts. But they got, you know, they got your boy Luca. Uh, they got Luca. They got James Harden. Of course. They got Kawhi Leonard. That's the West. In the Eastern Conference, they got Greek Freak. We already knew he was going to be in there. Right. They got Joel Embiid, you know, young. Pretty fresh. Probably trying to figure out, well, who else is left? Everybody's in the West, right? So they got Pascal Siakam, Kimball Walker, and Trey Young as the rest of the starters. Now, that's not a bad lineup. I think they can honestly low key kick some ass. Yeah, but that Kemp and Trey combo pretty stupid. Yeah, that's that's a very stupid. That's stupid. I mean, I, I got a problem with that starting lineup a little bit though. I mean, I fuck with Pascal. <laughs> Alright, no, go ahead and say it. But come on, man, you gonna you gonna start Pascal over Jimmy, bro? <laughs> I, I talk like I was. I, the Jimmy only Bucket, reason I can see Pascal up there is because he was hooping out of control. Like, he was... I know how you feel about Butler, but Pascal was doing his damn thing with the Raptors. Yeah, and when he got hurt, Jimmy was still doing Jimmy. But Pascal wasn't out that long, though. 
don't and you know how the votes go. I mean, you know how the votes go, bro. I, I don't vote personally. Yeah. I don't even. Because last vote. time I checked, one Caruso, fourth in guards, he ain't nowhere in this. Yeah, they hold him. I, you know, we knew they weren't going to let I don't give a fuck with y'all. Them votes don't mean shit. But that, that huh? Sometimes. Caruso, nah. Man, that shit crazy. Because if that's the case, goddamn Lucas should have made the goddamn All Star game last year. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So let's, they, you know what I'm yeah. saying? They, they, be, they, be, they be double checking. They checking the security line. They probably like, man, he, Caruso fucked around and made it. And they just like, I know he did. He was for, he was fourth like two weeks ago. <laughs> they was like, man, we can't do this. Oh me. Say, Cruz, hey, we can't let you in this year, man. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta come a little harder, dog. Skill challenge. Here you go, sign here. No, come on, come on, Caruso. Yeah, Caruso. Caruso gonna be. A, don't even get me hyped up by my Lakers. But let's get into these reserves because the reserves is what always seems to interest me. So, out of the Western Conference this year, we have Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell. Shouts out to Rudy Gobert, first-time All-Star. Shouts out to Brandon Ingram, first-time All-Star. All-Star veteran Chris Paul and Nikolai Jokic out the West. And for the East reserves, we got Jimmy Butler, your man supposed to be starting. We got Ben Simmons. We got Chris Middleton again, Mm -hmm. first-time All-Star for... The following guys, Jason Tatum, DeMontez Sabonis, yes, sir. and Bam Adebayo. Yes, sir. And we got Kyle Lowry. So, I guess. you know, if you, you know, if you're like me, you probably already had your snubs. I don't want to hear about Paul George. Don't talk about Paul George. He wasn't going to be in it. He wasn't going to be in it. don't bring up Paul George. <laughs> bro, you got to get on. Bro, I'm, you hate my nigga, bro. <laughs> Paul George ain't never did nothing to you. Ain't nobody said nothing about Paul George. We Lakers. knew he wasn't going to play. my Lakers. That's the way he did. But nah, Let that hurt, I just had to. I had. I just had to get. It's you. already been acknowledged that I just, he's I, not playing because he. We know he didn't get chosen because he ain't been playing. I, I I just had to put that out there. Damn. But at the West, bro, I'm sorry, and I love all these guys. Like you know, if you think I'm capping, I promise you, I was the biggest Bi fan. I was telling guys Bi better than Kuz before last season. Dame, I've been with Dame since everybody left him. I don't um, think nobody ever left Dame, bro. Lamarcus Aldridge and all them. Oh, you talking about? Yeah, like, yeah I've been. That's how long I've been fucking with Dame. You know what I'm saying? Go Barry, Donovan Mitchell, that Jazz. Anybody know? That's my 2K team. Westbrook, his name speaks for itself in the Joker. But damn it, Chris Paul should not have been in here. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care how good OKC is doing. He should not. Should, should he have been in more than Shea Gilligan's Alexander? Let's be honest. Yes, sir. Time out. Let's not disrespect Chris Paul. Man. I'm not disrespecting him, but Chris look. Paul still got buddies out there shifting left and right. Fam. All I gotta say is there's zero way. There's zero way. If I took the red pill and the blue pill, and the blue pill is Chris Paul an all star, and the red pill is Devin Booker's an all star, I'm not swallowing the red pill. The red pill belongs in the. Booker should have been there. I'm sorry. He should have. If y'all can see this nigga movement over here, he had the whole Denzel Washington finger point (laughs) shit going on. I'm just saying, bro. Like, come on, bro. I guarantee it. Bro, if I can be in there, bro, why can't Book be in there? Don't sit here and tell me he ain't hoofing. Because I looked at Book's stats. My man averaging 26.8 on 50.4%. We know Book team's trash. The Pelican's trash. Be out that nigga though. <laughs> See, come on. <laughs> that ain't no good no reason. He should have been in. Just on. like when we go down to the East and you see me and talk to me about the reserves out there, and no damn way Brandon Bradley Bill should not be an all-star. All right, so that, there, there we go. Now we talking. Now <laughs> we cooking. Go on, get it out. Bradley Bill's supposed to be in the goddamn he's supposed to be on the he, if not starting, you know, because I'm gonna say it's out of him and Jimmy. Shit, honestly, he probably be starting over Kimball if you want to keep it a bean. But how the fuck Kyle Lowry made the goddamn All-Star team? But I told you they be favorite. So they be, it be favoritism, bro. Kyle be Lowry. Favorite, they be favorite. And, and no offense, Ben Simmons is a great player. I swear he is. But he didn't deserve okay, it. Okay, okay, hold man. on. Because this is where we clash at. If, and we can agree. Jason Tatum probably should, could be replaced as well. Yeah. But see, this is my thing. 
If you have Embiid in there, you have to have Ben Simmons. That's just don't. factual. Yes, you do. But with Jason Tatum, it is a toss-up between him and Jalen Brown. Just because you got Kemba ass in the start don't mean you got to have them in there. And I ain't saying they don't deserve to be an all-star at all, but I feel like you going to make a wrong decision either way it goes, not including one or the other between Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. With, with Philly, you know Embiid going to be in there, and you know Ben Simmons has to be in there. Because after, you know, Trey Young and Kemba, best point guard out there probably is Ben Simmons. Just because of the dynamics he has. It just is. But, you know, NBA good for messing up something. I definitely, you know what I'm saying, think that with the All-Star game, I know we were tributing Kobe, but I definitely think that the rule could have been altered a little bit. You know, here's the idea I did propose to NBA before I quickly deleted my tweet. I, <laughs> <laughs> I said that they should play an All-Star game, but because – Kobe Bryant did pass away January 26th, and he is known notoriously around this weekend for having the most selections ever with 18 in his 20-year historic career. They could have easily, and I mean easily, gave the trophy a new name. The All-Star Game trophy, they give that trophy a new meaning. Just call it the Kobe Bryant All-Star Game trophy. Simple as that. You see guys every year they play – all-Star game, boom, they got All-Star trophy. How many times do we ever bring up who – we don't even know who the All-Star game MVP was last year. We just don't. It's, it's, but, but my thing, what I said, when I, when I, the point I'm trying to make is All-Star weekend used to have a lot more into it. You know, in the generation that is slowly shifting over from the old to the new, mm-hmm. we're not looking at Kobe Bryant and Vince Carter and KG and these guys playing the All-Star game no more. You know, but when they played, it had meaning to it. You had different jerseys being worn. Mm-hmm. Even from the jerseys, the jerseys don't even – I don't even get excited about the All-Star game no more. But I definitely think with the tragedy that did happen, if they sat here – if the NBA sat there and made the All-Star game MVP trophy, the Kobe Bryant All-Star game trophy, a lot of players – and in the All-Star – you would get a real All-Star game. For real. Like, you'll get guys that's going out there trying to get that trophy for real. And, and kind of, you just gave me an idea. It'd make more sense to add that, that, that Mamba thing to it. So, the Mamba Bowl, you know, they want to implement the playoff in the middle of the season, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of players got an issue with that type of thing. Right. But I feel like if you name it the Mamba Bowl, you give it, you know, more of a you know, we won this. This is this is what this means on this on that day, like you know what I'm saying. Like, but what was but what was the too. whole point of them doing that? I never got down really into that. Like, what was the whole point of them trying to do a little tournament in the middle of the season? You know, I never really figured that out. Yeah, because it's like because <laughs> it's like you do that. Then I mean, I mean, I thought it was a cool idea, but I don't. It's a cool really idea, why. but then you know, and because it's kind of like the they trying to do the shit that uh, the NCAA do, does, you know, and it makes I guess but, it's cool. But the NCAA, when you get to March Madness, that's it. If it's yeah. sixty four teams, it's going all the way down to the last team, and that's the champion. If they were going to implement this tournament and stuff like that, you know, with the NBA, what's the point of that if you have the playoffs in uh, April and June for the actual finals? You know, what would be the point of that? But but back but back on this All Star stuff, man, I got I love the fact that Sabonis made it. Like I mean, I love me I love me some Pacers. I'm a Pacer fan, you guys. I promise you. Uh, it's just, I'm just quiet because Miles Turner has pissed me off. Um, <laughs> he has not, you know, played to his highest expect. You know where I thought he's supposed to be at. I think a lot of people are expecting him to be <coughs> at a certain level. He <laughs> sounds like a hater. Hey, yeah. I'm just saying, man. I, the the man definitely has a lot of heart. He is a vocal leader. Maybe he does talk a lot. I've seen. But, you know, his translation on the court is not it's not there. But I'm just happy to have a pace in the All-Star game, man. I mean, that, that made me happy. So, I mean, I'm still kind of baffled. I, I don't. I didn't think Kyle Lowry was balling like that. Is he? He playing for the Raptors, man. It's clout. <laughs> like I said, cl- him, clout. Chris Middleton, clout. 
Jason Tatum, Cloud. All those three guys to me could have been replaced by Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill easy. Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill is easily in over all three of them, and probably Middleton last out of all of them as far as being replaced. Like you could replace Lowry first, then Tatum, then Middleton, because Middleton do be hoop. Middleton broke. He definitely broke down your boy book. That's cool. Everybody gets broke down, bro. Nah, book the cook like he made that man touch earth. Book the cook like 21, 22 years old, dropping buckets. <laughs> on guys he always want to talk about the age. He only, <laughs> he, he only twenty two years old. Bro. Yeah, twenty two days they get dropped too. But I think the shocker. Let's so let's let's discuss the shockers of the you know both sides. I think I'm not gonna say Bi is a shocker. I think a lot of people you know what. Hold on, because it was a half and half. Now, me being a big Lakers fan, I follow B.I. for a long time. So, I think a lot of people were saying that, oh, B.I. is going to be good when he goes to another team and has his own team. There's very few people that actually said that he will be an all-star this season and believed it. I'll be honest. I thought the West was so damn loaded. I was like, man, look, I, I can see B.I. doing his thing, but B.I. averaging like 24-25 doing his thing. I knew he was going to eat. And so it's like, I can't, like I can't be too shocked to say that I'm surprised that he's made an All-Star. I'm actually more surprised, aside from Gobert finally getting an All-Star appearance this year, I'm kind of more so surprised that Bam out of Bayo got it this year. Yeah. Him him and uh, Buddy was just, uh, they both in the same boat. Nobody knew Bam. I mean, Bam, we knew once they got rid of her son. Uh-huh. It was because Bam was already ready. Yeah. Like when her son was having them little bitchy fits. And Bam was putting in effort, yeah. When her son was having them little bitchy fits and they were benching that nigga, mm-hmm. Bam was putting for Bam, yeah. So I already knew that. I mean, plus again, you know, I watched them niggas grow up hooping and shit. So, I mean, Bam been that nigga. It just took him a while to for his game to adjust to the NBA. Yeah. But he, he's been playing the same way. He ain't changed. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely proud of Paulie. Drawing muscle memory Dwight Howard I'm very proud of him <laughs> I got love for you Bam You on my fantasy squad So It's all love Oh honey uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah That wraps up The NBA segment Give us one Bonus 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 You even know I had this bro Nah I didn't What you think about <laughs> <laughs> What you think about The Ja Morant And Iguodala Circus Is going on Have you heard What's been going on No you haven't? No. Let me fill you in. So, of course, we know Andre Iguodala. Again, this segment is for basketball fans. So, you have to be keeping up with this stuff. But, of course, we know Andre Iguodala is not playing this year. He's under contract, sitting out. You know, the deadline looming in Thursday. They're saying that Iguodala could possibly sit out for the remainder of the season. Right. Now, a lot of people are not happy about that. Me, personally, I don't give a damn. I feel like... Memphis is a good young team. If Iguodala doesn't want to play with them, fine. If you can say he'll help them, definitely. But if there's anything I know about team basketball, if your chemistry is good where it is, the last thing you want to do is disrupt that. And the last thing those young guys need is a veteran that's, you know, that don't want to play. Not necessarily don't want to play, but don't want to play with y'all. Exactly. And And I feel like people... Don't understand that. They keep trying to force this whole, oh, Memphis is going to be a young, exciting team. Man, look, Andre Iguodala, 34, 35, 36 years old. He is not trying to waste no time. It is nothing against Memphis personally. Well, he is not trying to waste his time playing basketball for you, them. And I'm not encouraging this low management and just sitting that thing. But you can't some, blame Memphis. No, nah, I, I, nah, I can't blame Memphis at all. But my thing is that, like, I feel like with both parties, they're getting what they want out of this. It's because if you really think about it, <clears throat> if you really think about it, I never understood the whole why people go against certain people in different situations. People could sometimes be very hypocritical. LeBron James did a lot of things he did as a pioneer of the free agency and trade and all this stuff. He was a pioneer in all that stuff to give NBA players a voice. So to an extent. What Iguodala is doing is a product of what LeBron James set in motion for the NBA to do for everybody. Because Iguodala has a voice to say, hey, I don't want to play. 
And if you really look at it on the flip side, what the organization is doing is saying, hey, well, we're not going to trade you to the team you want to be traded to. Because, I mean, I mean, how, well, how long have we known on a legit note that he was either going to the Clippers or the Lakers? He I mean, they booked up. They just want to on their end. Like, I mean, we didn't – you were traded to us. So we gonna get what we gonna want. We gonna what we gonna get from you. Fam. Exactly, but but and and I have no problem with that. But what I'm saying is that people are acting like he should just go out there and play. And it's like if he doesn't want to play, then I ain't gonna say he don't have to. But I mean, he putting himself first. Now it's a trade gonna go down though. You I, think I, so? Yeah, yeah. One of these contenders are gonna be hungry. One of these two to go. One of these contenders is gonna be like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's get them something. And it's gonna be something good enough to where they gonna, you know what I'm saying? It's one of them teams that it's gonna be a contender. I'm getting, I'm guaranteeing you, they gonna somebody gonna throw them a pick. It's gonna be something. What I um, what I do like out of this young Memphis team is that uh, Dylan Brooks came out and he had basically said that like he can't wait till Iguodala get traded or something like that because he wants to be able to show him what they can do. And, I mean, again, so I mean, far... You got the opportunity to show them what you're doing now. Exactly. And they're already doing that now without him being there. So, but, you know, just to, I guess, especially get him showing what, like, you know, what he could have been playing with. And so, <clears throat> I brought up the John Moran and Steph Curry thing because Steph Curry responded to that comment by posting a picture with Iguodala with the finals MVP hat on and the ring and the trophy and everything. Basically, like, he's already... Look what he's accomplished already. Yeah. And John Morant came back and posted a picture <laughs> of KD with the MVP in the ring and the trophy and stuff like that. On some, you know, like, yeah, like, y'all only got your ring because of KD type deal. So it was pretty funny on both ends. You know, I'm not taking a side in this. I like John Morant. I like Steph Curry. You know, I just wanted to put that out there. You know, see, you learned something new today on this episode. I did. That you didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, that season. happened. So... Next time you see the Warriors and Grizzlies, I ain't talking about this season because we ain't going to get the matchup this season. But when that matchup come next season, and John's sophomore year, they playing the Warriors, they going to be going at each other. I promise you. John going at everybody anyway. All right, so the next topic is going to be the celebrity rumor mill. This is a new subject we have on the podcast where we discuss what's going on in the celebrity world, you know. It's not TMZ. Don't ever think we're TMZ. We're not like them at all. But <laughs> <laughs> we, we gonna, we, the first subject we have to discuss is this Meek and Nicki beef. Like, you know, I'm a little upset that Meek actually wasted his time going back and forth with this woman, you know. I'm not a big Nicki fan at all, but and I'm not coming to nobody's defense in this either. But Meek's supposed to be a boss, like, I mean, he wasn't just yelling at her. He was, I, yeah, he was. Oh, buddy, that convict she with was talking that shit. Yeah, too. I'm. And my nigga Meek had to hold his ground, so I'm I'm a hundred percent behind my man. She seemed a little stuck on my guy. Cause, I mean, don't you got a kid on the way? I I doubt he's worried about her. I don't, look, man. I just I just in my opinion, I just wish Meek had not even gave them the opportunity to even have any limelight in this. You know, Meek has been doing. A hell of a job since he left Nikki. You know, a lot of people thought, oh, he ain't nothing without her. But no, Meek. He just survived a lot of uh, a lot of turmoil. Meek has survived bullets. <laughs> what he the hell do Drake. people? Uh, <laughs> damn that. Meek does survive real bullets. You think real leaving life, Nikki was gonna life. kill him? Like what? <laughs> he just survived. Grown ass man. Like this, the same man that delivered dreams and nightmares. Right. The intro. So <laughs> damn that. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be disappointed because he was really supposed to. I feel like he was supposed to be on some boss shit, but I mean... No, nah, my nigga solid, though. Yeah, he, I mean, nah, he, he, he real solid. He listened to what he, he was saying. He was on some boss shit. Yeah, he was. He was. So that's why I'm not too mad. I just I just wish that he could have went further and just not even said nothing at all. Just so that Nikki could just look lame. I feel like they started that shit, though. They did. You know, so from, I mean, what I, from what I heard, they, Meek, Meek and Nikki was at some store. And, you know, Meek was just trying to squash the beef with old Bootcut's man. And Bootcut's <laughs> man was just... <laughs> Turned up about I don't know what he was turned up he about. Light skin, dog. What you expect? Look, man. No words. For, no word. No words for the other side, man. They, you know, Meek handled it like he. I give him a pass. You know, so I'm not all with it, but I will give him a pass. You know, but yeah, Nikki been lame since she attacked Cardi and 
Travis Scott and all that. She been reaching for a long time. Yeah, so. just like like shut your ass up and drop some music. Like I don't give a damn what else you talking about. Drop that damn music because <laughs> she a nice artist. I mean, when she rap, I, I'm not a. I don't know. It's kind of hard now. I don't think. I don't even think. I used to be a fan of more of her rap than that pop shit that she do. Yeah, but. She took a step back with that rap shit and only focused on pop. And then when she started rapping, and she kept saying the same shit. You know, a lot of people say that Safari was a writer. I don't know how true that is. I don't but know. Safari ain't worth the shit neither. So. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't know how true. I think, I think that's just a rumor. But that's what the rumor mill is about. We're here to discuss certain things. That just happens. Allegedly, rumors, etc., etc. Overall, like you say, I think Meek handled himself well. He gon' he 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 gon' I can't wait till he drops some more music because you know he gonna rap about man lame man da, da, da. you know he know he gonna come back with some heat and that he is I believe it. I mean he got an album dropping soon I'm pretty sure I don't know the I'm name pretty of sure. it. I'm I mean pretty sure. he just dropped two songs the past two three weeks yeah he just dropped another track a couple, uh, what was the other day uh the new one he got with, with Roddy Rich nah not that one I like that too but it's another one that he just dropped. Uh, it's featuring, I want to say Justin Bieber, if I ain't tripping. Yeah, you know me good for um, getting off the grid. But yeah, it's definitely it's definitely Justin Bieber. No, it's Justin Timberlake. That's who it well, is. Well, you got Justin Timberlake Yes, yeah, Meek Mill has a song with Justin Timberlake. I think that whole Kyle Believe. Uh-oh. So, that, I'm going to definitely check that out. But what's funny is, Nicki done dropped the song, too. Yikes. Yeah, I, I seen him by the name of it. I was like, this is some... I don't want to listen to it. Hey, I mean, when I see shit like that, though, I kind of think it was it's a setup. But y'all, I feel like they they setting shit up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Publicity. Possibly. Stunts. Just because cause they've been broken up for some years now. And now, all of a sudden, y'all. And I didn't like the whole haymaker she had where she was talking about some uh, Meek was abusing her or something like that, or abusing women. It's like, man, why is this all of a sudden coming out? They be reaching, man. And on to the next topic, man. We got the kid Jada Youngin. <laughs> that that's little Tariq right there. That's little Tariq. Little nigga, he was on the run. Uh, apparently, they found him in the attic. <laughs> what he do? What he do? He uh, he punched his baby mama in the stomach. The pregnant, pregnant baby mama in the stomach. Did he not? I don't know where, but he did punch his pregnant girlfriend. We can't do this, fellas. We gotta, we gotta keep our hands to ourselves, and I don't, and we just have to. It's just not a good look, man. It's not a good look. It wasn't a pretty look, you know. They said the cops found him in the attic. They arrested him. He had about twenty k on him, you know. That, that's not a problem, though, you know. But he did get caught with possession with uh, oxycodone, promethazine, and Mary G. <laughs> Mary G. <laughs> So it's like, dang, like, I mean, the domestic situation was bad on its own, but now you're getting tagged with possession. So now, they say a cop sees them in Harris County somewhere. I'm not too sure where that is. I, if I'm not mistaken, that's like kind of down south a little bit. Yeah, I don't know nothing about it. But um, they see it's 20K for him. His bond is set at 20. But, fellas, we got to start, we got to do better, man. All these guys that's in the industry gotta start doing stupid stuff, man. Get your paper, make your music, get your paper, leave that extra shit alone. But I can't speak too much on it because, you know, I ain't saying that he had the right to punch her, but, you know, we don't know what happened, so I'm not gonna leave. These young niggas doing a lot of shit they ain't got no business doing. Yeah, they do. I'm just, I don't know, man. Um, On to the next topic. We got your boy KD up for. I knew, I already knew. It's not a secret. Like, the nigga <laughs> had burner accounts for sure. That's I, that that interesting. That's that's interesting. Like when, <laughs> if you really think about how basketball goes in the eighties and nineties, you know there was you know it was a thing that people did drugs in the locker room and right. that was one of the rumors. I think. And then you know you got the the late nineties, two thousands, and twenty. You know what I'm saying those guys. Those stories have yet to be released because, you know, some of them are just not retiring. Right. But then when it gets to, like, KD and Harden and all them retiring, bro, 
burner accounts. That's gonna be one of the things. Like, yeah. So KD and them, they used to do burner accounts back then, and that's funny because like I really want to know which ones were his burner accounts. When I when I, I this is old from Twitter, and I don't know how true this is, but do you remember that page? Uh, the the Baca page. He used to do a Baca halftime report, bro. That page was thrown off. Nah, I don't remember that. Oh my god, bro. That that page used to be so fucked. I took a hiatus from Twitter. Yeah, this is when that was out of OKC, so never mind that. But the burner the burner account. And KD my man's. I'm not look, I had I had a burner account at one point. He got a lot of he got a lot of ways to him. Uh, he do a lot of st- I feel like a, I feel like somebody as emotional as him Man. has to have a burner account because you know he be pissed off about a lot of stuff. It's funny it's coming out now, but man, I've been knowing this shit since the, since they start, first start talking about this shit. We knew he had them hoes. Like, <laughs> I don't think nobody really denied it. Was just like, but it's funny that the shit is finally now he admitting to the shit. What happened? <laughs> what What made you admit to this shit? Hey y'all, I got burner accounts by the way. That's me. Yeah, I knew once once Jalen Brown came out like after his rookie year, said he had a burner account. I was like, oh, if he got one, this must be the norm because he just it going into his second year. Like we don't know who Jalen Brown is as a player. But them young, you know, see, that's a young guy versus KD. He was in his age thirty, in his thirties. Yeah, he's still he's so, still pretty young. I mean, man. These I mean, he might not be young in the NBA, but I mean, KD himself, his these personality. These young guys be making multiple accounts. I watch my players <laughs> with multiple accounts. Don't know why. I don't know why. It's, I think it's a young thing. S- some people get blocked and they need to stalk. That's, I often say it's very stalkerish, my guy. <laughs> that, but that's the truth, though. That's what people do. Some people like to see what is said about them and want to retaliate. By not mentioning from their main page, or, or another one, you get broke up with, and you look up and down your ex lover's page every day, but he blocked you or she blocked you. Yeah. So now you gotta. Nah, I ain't never. It ain't never been that deep for me, dog. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just thinking of reasons why people will make a burner account, uh, especially I, I, in Katie's case. In Katie's case, you know he going that heckless. You I, know he. Where he from? All this money, though, Ain't he from man. the D.C. area? Yeah. Like who? Wale, right? Oh, uh, I see. Oh, uh, you finna put him in that. You trying to say them D.C. niggas are uh, Wale, my guy, though. I wouldn't just... I don't, when I say emotional... Emotionally I don't, unstable? When I, don't, when I say emotional, I don't mean it in the sense where, like, they cry babies or nothing like that. But, you know, they just... They just cry babies. The, the criticism they got, it, sometimes they have to respond to it. They just have to. I mean, it's human nature, but yeah, it's funny that you categorize them two, and they're from the same area. <laughs> and now you're going to make me start looking at every D.C. guy <laughs> the same way. Actually, now that I think about it, I got a homie, I ain't going to say his name, <laughs> but he real sensitive. And he from that area. I'm just saying. Look, I definitely not mean it in a negative connotation. I just know that. You know those guys, they they walk around with a chip on their shoulder, like they, like they gotta get back at the hecklers. You I, I'm the same shit. way. I gotta get back at hecklers sometimes too. You just started some shit. I ain't started nothing. <laughs> I ain't started nothing. But you know, so I'm. What I am gonna start is this next subject <laughs> for all my basketball hooping fans. If you keep up with Chris Brickley, see Brickley, he had another pickup challenge, not challenge. Another pickup hoop session, but this time it really wasn't any bad players inside. There was no J.R. Smith, there was no Melo, mm-hmm. there was no Oubre. It was Shaq West, Justin Bieber, Quavo, and Drake. I'm actually a little impressed that uh, Drake is as good as he is. He's still really stiff in his game. Man, but Drake traveled every time he touched the ball, dog. <laughs> that shit was horrible. He, <laughs> this nigga shooting fall away jump, stationary ass jumps, but he falling away. He hooped like a a strong. <laughs> he hooped like a strong, swole dude who ain't who ain't supposed to be hooping. <laughs> but I wonder, I want, <laughs> I wonder who will win on game of one on one between Quavo and Shake West. Because I heard Shake West can hoop. Yeah, I've I, seen Quavo hoop. I, I, I think Shake West get nasty with them. I think I don't know. I think I think Quavo got it. I think a lot of people just. They be sleep on him because he real he real skinny, but like 
I want to see how many. I, I, them highlights don't be giving doing no justice. I mean, we all know this. I've seen enough of Quavo. Them highlights don't be doing no justice. They be showing the, the good more than the bad. I mean, how many games did they play? I don't know, but we've been watching. We don't but know. we don't seen Quavo hoop before before this game. We also watched that nigga hoop today on Chris Brinkley shit with a whole bunch of nigga, fat out of shape niggas with do rags. Shake was there too. Yeah, they weren't giving my nigga no love though. They, gonna, they didn't get shit. He got in there though, laggy ass pass. He had to go. But you know what that means? You know what that means? He probably didn't have no highlights. Quavo had the highlights. Man, they paid for that I'm shit. I'm just saying, and as popular as Drake yeah. is, take, give me the taste. As popular as Drake I'm is, how many highlights did he have compared to? I hit it that whole. How many highlights did he have compared to Quavo? I mean, listen. Everybody know Drake side. I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying. So it ain't got nothing to do with. He, probably, you know been, he was probably broke the whole day. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with status. He probably just ain't have enough. Even Beeple, as good as Beeple was, Beeple, Beeple, was up there with Quavo. But I'm telling Dime. you, them niggas. How many games did they play? I don't know. I just know Quavo. So out of thirty, I'm gonna say with that with that with that ATL screen. I'm gonna say with seven or eight. Say they screen they nigga really ran the pick cash pick and roll went to the basket. Yeah, my niggas have to look like Trey Young pulling that deep ass three. You know, Quavo out there with that strap. Oh no, they ain't playing no defense out there. It don't matter. They can't. It do matter, nigga. Let shit get out there and really get in this shit. Yes, sir. So you sound like you willing to put some money on Shake Wiz versus Quavo? I don't I would. think we'll ever get that. I would. I, I, I probably you rock I, with him. I probably wouldn't, but <laughs> I'm gonna rock with it. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> nah. I think I, I I put my money on Quavo just because I seen him. He's been hooping over the last year too. He, I mean, that ain't his first time being with Brickley either. I mean, that ain't none of their first times being with Brickley. I, I'm saying, but I'm just saying as far as what I've seen from my end. That ain't my first time seeing Quavo out there hooping. That was your first time. He was, he, was, he was out there hooping in uh I don't, I don't want to say UCLA, but last or it might have been this summer. Nah, it's not this summer because it's 2020. So last summer he was out there hooping with Sharif in them. I mean, yeah, him and Sharif, that's cool. I'm just saying. So I, I mean, Qua- I'm pretty sure all the basketball players that are hooping with Quavo probably say Quavo nice for a dude that didn't go pro. And fuck all that. I'm he said fuck all that. that didn't go pro. So he said I mean, fuck all that. What that mean? I'm just saying you I see. I play that nigga one on one. If that's if you if you trying to go out here and talk about that. Look, bro. I'm supposed to be in uh, niggas start talking crazy. Got, I'm supposed to <laughs> leave. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey! I ain't got no words for that. <laughs> for more exclusive content, make sure you guys follow the Instagram page at the Nobody's Podcast, along with the Twitter page, the Nobody's Pod Three. We appreciate you guys for the support, and we got a lot more coming for you, okay?